Where do you transition full time? I would say you should transition not based on money because a lot of people transition based on money. Okay, now I can earn a good income. Let's transition. No. I would say you transition when you feel you are enjoying the process regardless of the result and that requires self awareness. You are listening to the Spicy Chai podcast. I'm your host, Maruk Imtiaz, and I'm on a journey to create inspiring, helpful, and meaningful content. This podcast is not going to showcase high-profile individuals spouting hollow advice like find your passion or hustle harder. Instead, my mission is to bring you the voices of people who are just a bit ahead of you, people you can relate to, and the people who will inspire you to put your own voice out there. So grab your cup of spicy chai and let's get this show started. Welcome to the Spicy Chai, a podcast for content creators. And today's guest, well, I first saw them uh, on the Holistic Psychologist Instagram page. So Dr. Nicole LaPera. And this page, let me tell you, has 3 million plus followers. So here it is, Dr. Nicole LaPera. She's recommending this dude. So I'm just like, okay, I wonder who this is. So I go check out his page and think, okay, wow, well, he has some pretty awesome stuff. So then I try to send him a DM. Just imagine this person who has around 35,000 followers, one of their Instagram pages, their business and key transformation coach. They're a keynote speaker and also running a podcast. I didn't think they would say yes. I hear back from Siddhant. And honestly, uh, it's been amazing getting to know him. We meet on a weekly basis. He's part, I can probably say, one of my really good friends. Um, and I am so, so, so excited to have this person on this show because not only did he have the courage to drop out of college, uh, he's also had the courage to choose the very non-traditional life of not going for the nine to five. And he lives in India, you know, where that is what the expectation is. So with all that, honestly, I am so stoked to have you here. Welcome, Sidhan. Holy shit. I was not at all ready for that. I was expecting, hey, welcome to the spicy chat. It's going to be a conversational thing. And I was waiting for the conversation to happen and adopt me with that. Well, thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for that, Mark. Of course, of course. I mean, honestly, like you're not even 25 yet and your accomplishments, like the list just keeps going on and on. I was like looking online and I was like, maybe let me, let me do some research on this guy. I mean, yeah, you're a good friend, but I don't really know a lot about you. And the amount of blog posts you've written, the amount of podcast content you've created, the kind of guests you've connected with, and you've done all of that without a college degree. Like talk a little bit about that. First, wait, what made you drop out of college? And second, how did you really go about all this process? Well, um, before I go into dropping out of college, I think it's better to know what I was as a person before that. So, yeah, yeah. Get from India, typical kid, straight A's. All my life, I've been a straight A kid, right? And um, I was also. I yeah I was I was also a national level cricket player a national level That's lawn amazing. tennis player and a national level athlete and I've never trained a day for running in my life yet I was the fastest runner in my state just letting you know I hate you a lot right now <laughs> very much lots of hate coming your I'm way so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I don't talk about this a lot but then that helps in giving slight context to the things so I'm just trying to say that my path to college and an amazing software engineer was pretty much paved 
very well since my grade ten, and uh, I got into IIT Prep School. IIT, if you don't know, is yeah. the most prestigious institute in India. So, was, Indian Institute of Technology. For, yes. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So it was pretty easy for me to get there, and I did start preparing for it. But somewhere between that, I don't know what happened. I came across Steve Jobs, the man who actually completely destroyed my life for my parents. <laughs> so I read his books, and one line really impacted me, which is, "Do not live your life in dogma, which is based on someone else's thinking." Then everything changed. Everything in in me started. You know, I don't know. It kind of one eighted. I was not a straight A student anymore. Things things were not how they were supposed to be. All of a sudden, I was in a turmoil. But then I still didn't have the courage to, you know, just drop out immediately. So I did what I had to do. I couldn't just say no to my parents. I went to college, which was Symbiosis International University. That's also a pretty good college. Yeah, I did not want to do IIT college. because, yeah, I, I did not want to do IIT because for some reason I just didn't feel in my heart. I did qualify for IIT. I did qualify for a few colleges in the US, and uh, Edinburgh also. Edinburgh was, I think, the top, the tenth ranked college for computer science back then. So I did qualify for that, but then it was way too expensive, so I didn't go for it. And I'm really proud of myself for that, not going that. <clears throat> yeah, I went to Symbiosis, and then um, since I've always been interested in the computers, I already knew a lot, knew a lot of things, right? And then I go to college, and I sit in my first class. I was excited. Okay, finally I'm getting to enjoy my passion. It's computers. So, what could be the worst thing? Well, my my worst fears came alive when um, six months down the line, first six months were fine. So six months later, what happened was I got kicked out of my class for the first time ever in my entire life. Wow! And surprisingly, it did not hurt my ego. Yeah, we have very different childhoods, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I would believe so. People tell me you were such a fucking nerd when you were a kid. I don't know what happened. Six months uh, into college, I got kicked out for the first time. Before that, everything was going fine. It was smooth. I had good friends. It was all chill. But then the reason I got kicked out—that's where everything changed. So I was in some hardware classes where the teacher was teaching about how some binary, something. What I don't even remember what the topic was. The reason I don't remember is because. I asked the teacher, "Why are you teaching me this?" And she said, "We just have to learn it because it carries marks." And I was flabbergasted. I was like, "What the fuck? Right. You're not supposed to say that." I said, "Okay, I understand, but like, where will I actually use this in my practical life?" And I've always been this guy. I've, I've asked this in I've asked this in school. My teachers have always answered, but this was the first time she didn't. I I kind of got agitated, and she kicked me out of the class. I was super right. happy. All right, so for two next two days, I didn't go to college. I contemplated, thought about jobs, Steve Jobs, and then I'm like, "Fuck this shit! This this is not it. Let's take some decisions." And so did you not like? Did you not go to your parents to ask? You didn't ask no nope. friends. It was just no. like, okay, I'm gonna take this decision. Yeah. So so talk me through that as well. Like, what does that really look like? I mean, how, I mean, given that you you have grown up in an environment where you know your family is everything. Uh, it's a very tight knit. It's not like the American culture where it is an independence-based uh, culture. Mm-hmm. This is very interdependent culture. So, mm-hmm. how does one in that kind of culture make such decisions? Like, and what made you feel like, okay, I think I can, without the whole the shame and the guilt around that? So. 
uh, to be honest, I didn't think there wouldn't be shame and guilt. I was pretty sure there would be shame and guilt, but right. I was sure there would be shame and guilt only if my parents knew. So I decided Fair. to tell them. <laughs> right, right. So the plan was just to figure out life and then eventually tell your parents. Yeah, I'm still waiting to tell them. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is ox. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. So <clears throat> that's that's very interesting because I mean, kind of just like tying it back, you spoke about becoming an like you were a national level athlete, and you know, I mean, I play a lot of cricket, and I know how much goes into that sport, and I've been trying for like years, and it's a lot of like skill to and to make it to a national level in India is, says a lot, and then you talked about like you're really really much into computers, like computer science. Well, like the the content creation world that requires writing, video making, all of that. So, where did you acquire those skills from, and where did you think, okay, now I should start writing? Like, how did that come about, or I should start putting myself out in the world? Like, where did that happen? Well, I I still am not very comfortable with the idea of putting myself out in the world, to be honest. Okay. But again, somewhere during my grade twelve. my friend and i we started making funny videos on youtube we we amassed about i don't know 2 300 subscribers we had 5 6000 views oh, and nice. what what we did was just went down on the streets and started asking people random questions as um, in my city hyderabad we started walking around asking people so what do you prefer between weed and alcohol and that video hit 6000 views out of nowhere and we were like holy shit this is fun and then we just did it for fun and i did because To be honest, I hate doing the same thing for a long time. So I cannot sit in front of a book and study for ten thousand hours. I can't do that. I prefer doing new things, different things. So computer science is fun for me because in the internet world, things keep changing so fast. That's a place where I thrive, where things keep changing fast. So things are the same, the monotonous, the boring. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's why entrepreneurship is fun for me. Sports, yeah. it's challenging. It's fun. Yeah, but again, no. my my journey to content creation is out there. No, that I'm makes that makes a lot of sense in terms of, but you you kind of just start making fun funny videos or fun videos for yourself, and where did that transition come? And I'm like, oh, okay, I can actually do this. I can actually start. Like, I'm actually enjoying this process. Maybe this is what I want to do. Like, you know, there's so many people yeah. out there that are in the process of I'm doing this for fun. I'm enjoying this. This is a hobby. and now with the influencer culture and you know the the speaker culture it's i mean entrepreneurship is cool now it wasn't 15 years ago but now it's like yeah. everyone wants to be one uh and they're always like well i'm doing this for a hobby and how can i do this more full time so what would you say like what's that transition like and how do you make that decision that this is actually for me to do it full time or versus like actually this should stay a hobby for me personally anything that gets mainstream i get to bored out of it because right. then too many people come up with too many systems which do not work they just try to fool other people so again that's that's a different pain that i have that i carry with myself i watch these things online however when you transition full time i would say you should transition not based on money because a lot of people transition based on money okay now i can earn a good income let's transition no I would say you transition when you feel you are enjoying the process 
regardless of the result and that requires self awareness i would say i think anything in the in life if you're going to do you require self awareness so that's step 1 got to have some self awareness and if you're aware that you are actually enjoying the process then you know you can transition i'll give you an example so let's say there are two people okay both of them have an instagram page say 10000 followers mm-hmm. both earn say 1000 dollars a month on this day from their instagram doing what they do now person 1 is thinking now how do i make this 1000 dollars 2000 all right so that is his pivot he is a business minded guy now for him it is very clear for a third person to say that he is not really a content creator he is more of a business person right if you think from you know if you zoom out if you right. look at bigger picture right. that is his main driving force wow this is making me a lot of money let's do this but if you're an actual content creator if 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 it is actually fun for you then you wouldn't care of about making uh, the $1000 into 2000 you would care more about wow now how do i actually improve the quality of this how do i make this more fun for me what else can i try in this now the fun part is the second guy will inevitably make more money than the guy number 1 why because he enjoys the process but people lack the self awareness they think i'm making more money in the short term so i'm good at the process right that's not the truth and they're probably better at making money rather than the process itself yeah that makes sense and there's a few things you said there that i would like to unpack a little uh first thing you said self awareness is key right so let's say someone who's going through this process really just starting in their journey how do they know if they're actually doing this because they enjoy it or they're really running after the shiny object which is like the fame now like you know i have these many followers or even i mean money yes eventually comes but i feel like right now it's a cool thing so how do you yep. make that distinction of how, how do you go through that can you walk us through that step by step or like whatever like how do you get through that self awareness of like this is actually what i really love to do and i do it even if i didn't get that fame well to be honest there's no one key answer to that right i can say that because i have answered this question for a lot of people who actually personally come and talk to me i coach a lot of people for the very same thing so the process is different for different people Right. Now, one common thing that everyone can do which i even suggested you to do is go seven steps into the why so let me give you all a bit more context in what the seven whys are and i did this exercise myself so i absolutely loved it you take a problem a problem that you're struggling with any decision point and you put down why seven times on a journal and then you answer the why seven times For example, why do I want to create content? Answer the why. And then answer it again 6 more times. The point of this exercise is the first two or three times your why will be general. But then you'll notice as you get into the fourth, fifth and sixth why that you'll actually know why you're creating content on why you're doing what you're doing. It's extremely powerful, so definitely try it out. And do let me know what you think. Back to the interview. What you're struggling with, let's say you are struggling with whether content creation is the real deal it's your main passion ask yourself why are you creating content you get an answer maybe maybe you get you say i'm doing it because it's fun or i'm doing this because i want to make money either of the roads you dive deeper into it all right because most of the times the first two to three answers your mind just bullshits you the deeper you go into it the real answers come in and the real answers look 
not not like something that you you would have conceived instantly they are more deeper rooted into your personality they are more deeper rooted into your past into your childhood maybe into your experiences rather than result right if you're running behind the result i don't think it is the true answer that you're getting out of yourself and and that makes a lot of sense i remember you talking about the seven whys of like hey why are you really creating content or why are you yeah. really going about doing this so why do you want to set up this linkedin page and the first three are very much generic oh um i want more awareness or this is going to help yeah. me and but when you go into the fourth and fifth a you get really stuck so i think i'd like to yeah. point that out like i could like my brain just couldn't think of the fourth why or the fifth why like it's mm. almost like i had to kind of sit on it for a bit sometimes even come yeah. back to it so and then the sixth why comes and then seventh why and seventh why is the real why and it could be like and for a lot of people it's it's things that they never expected for me it was something that i never expected it had a lot yeah. to do with my childhood like you know and yeah. and i was like oh here i thought this was because you know i'm doing something more creative and i'm getting to express my creativity yeah. and it wasn't really that at all so uh, i do agree that is a good way as a starting point at least to figure out yeah, hey am i doing point. this for the right reason or is this more so uh i'm good i want to be famous because i want to say tell people that i have 10000 followers and eventually <laughs> i want to become an influencer that earns money because apparently that's a cool thing to do so yeah that that's actually this really good and this the second thing that i wanted to unpack a little bit there was you mentioned you know the person a person b i really like that ideology there's that person with the process and then there's a person who's kind of just having fun with it now lots of entrepreneurs actually swear by the process like you know they say that you know it's actually good to have systems uh in place to avenge and it is good to look at metrics you know um so how is that different than what you said well i'm not saying you should completely say no to metrics fair but i'm saying that if you you got to understand whether you're more attached to the result or the process that's what i actually meant right. not not saying that are you in love with the process or with or are you having fun with it right right no, those two are not the opposite i are you having fun with it or are you behind the results is what i meant then another thing i would like to point out here is <clears throat> if you're running behind anything that is man made know that it's not authentic to you anything like money money is man made it's not authentic to you as a human being if you're running behind if, you, if if your biggest dream is that you want to buy a house it's not true it's not authentic to you anything man made it's not authentic dig deeper it's a very easy framework to think about whether the dreams that you have that you say that you have are authentic or not I love that. It's just it's even going about the seven whys with that. Like why do I want that car? Why do I want that house? Yeah. And then go into the why and really figure out what what's really driving you. And that's yeah. actually very interesting because I mean purpose work has become so big now with Simon Sinek being like the leading forefront of that and Yeah. It's it's important that, and not lots of people that know that it's good to have a purpose but it's like how do I really go about it? Like what does that right. even mean? Um it's the same thing about like, you know, passion how do i know what i'm passionate about versus it's just a yeah. hobby um so it's one of those things that i feel like those words are used so much in our generation without people really understanding it so this is this is some really like good stuff um another thing that i really wanted to get into was something that i had kind of gotten uh, asked you earlier like you had the you had the sports background you had the computer science 
but you didn't have the writing, you didn't have the video. And I've seen, I've read your articles um, and you know that I bring them up often. I've watched your videos. I've creeped like all of your Instagram videos. And I think you know that really well too, <laughs> you know, and you have good video presence and you write and you're very authentic. When someone who has no experience, what advice would you give to them to kind of start like becoming better with like those key skills that are required with content creation these days i'll say two things here number one do not even try to get better if you don't if you're not even good at it of course it's a skill you can develop there are so many uh, articles you can read so many videos you can watch will say start by adding 100 200 words sit down in a corner set a separate corner look at a blank wall, make that your key space, and then start writing. Well, I would say, if you need to do so much to start doing something, it's not something you authentically want to do. Again, you're attached to the result. Don't do it. I've noticed it myself. So the last article that I wrote about uh, losing a lot of money and all that, yes. I don't know if you, I, I think I read that. Yes, I wrote that in three hours. And I didn't write that because I thought I'm going to write it. I just read. Yeah, I was reading a book by Scott Ofer, Oldford. It's called The Nuclear Effect. Okay. And one key thing that he said was your biggest advantage is not that you have uh, a lot of money or something. Your biggest advantage is that your unfair advantage, you can find it through seven things. And one of those things was your life experiences. No one else on earth has the exact same life experiences as you. So find out three life experiences you have. Other few things are skills. And uh, I'm, I'm not really sure if I remember the rest, but there was experience, there was skills, there was uh, I'm not really sure about the list, but experience yeah. part. So this was one of the experiences that I felt, wow, this is actually really good. This is a way for me to find my authentic self. I used to always think that I do not have a story. Oh my God, Warren Buffett went through so much. Oprah went through so much. My God, these guys have gone through so much. I used to think, shit, man. I almost was feeling like I wish I had gone through so much pain so that I could be the greatest in the world. I wish, I wish I was an orphan like Steve Jobs. I was almost in that trap. And I believe a lot of people are because they say, well, they have gone through so much sufferings. That is why they're successful. And that's when I yeah. started that, diving into my own thing. Like, okay. That's incredible. Incre do, do you mind sharing bits of that story and then how, how you kind of went past that? Ooh, guess who's back again? This is where part one will end. And if you want to listen to the story, go to part two. Know that I love you. Bye. Hey, you. Thanks for listening to Spicy Chai. I really appreciate it. And to make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the podcast, The Obvious. And if you want to learn more, head over to marukimthias.com. And until next time, my friend, hit the record button or, you know, the publish. Lots of love from your favorite. You got this, beautiful. Beautiful.